and welcome to That's My Personal Business. I'm Eden Strader, your host. And whether you're new here or you've been around from some, since summer 2020, I'm stoked to have you here. I'm excited to have you here as we prep for the best 2023 ever. That is what this entire month of December is dedicated to. It's getting you set up for the best year of your business ever and the best year of your life, hopefully, because... As you guys know, or maybe you don't because it's your first time here, everything at Eden Strader is all about building a better business so that you can have a better life. I do not want an amazing business to be the end goal. I want it to be a tool in living the life of your dreams. It's something I'm incredibly passionate about. It is My business is like the reason I have the life that I do. It's what allowed me to leave a toxic marriage. It's what's allowed me to move across the country. It's what allows me to expand my team and employ two women, which is amazing and not something I ever thought I would be able to do. And I do. And I also take a lot of time off and I live a really beautiful life and I want to help you do the same. So I'm incredibly excited to have you here. A few things before we go into today's episode. One, Like I said, this entire month of December is dedicated to building an incredible business and making 2023 like the best year ever. And so if you didn't already listen to slash watch, which by the way, if you guys don't know and you're listening on the podcast, all of this goes on YouTube now. So if you're a watcher, not a listener, head on over there. Um, But if you haven't already listened to or watch the first of this series, which is getting ready for 2023 um, and like goal setting for 2023, please start there because you absolutely need to have that knowledge and notes and ideas in your head before we get into today's episode. We talk about if you need to focus on like soul and branding systems or strategy, depending on like what you're struggling on in your business, because there is nothing worse that you can do as a business owner than like not be running the business that you want, but then like not actually looking at what's going wrong and just like trying to market more if that's not actually the issue or trying to book lower priced work so you can book more. Like there's there's so many things that could be going a little bit off in your business. And I want to make sure that you know what it is so that you can actually treat it properly, right? Like I think of it literally like if I have a cold, we're not going to treat it the same way as a broken arm. And so I want to make sure that you're actually working on what's causing the issue in your business. And it might not be marketing. It might not be pricing. It might not be, you know, your portfolio, whatever. Go back to that episode, please. That's number one. If you haven't already listened to that. Number two, please get out a pen, pencil, tablet, whatever it is that you take notes on. This is the craziest episode we might ever do on the podcast. It is quite literally an entire course in a podcast episode. We are building you out an entire marketing plan for 2023. So you are going to want to take notes. If you listen to podcast episodes while you drive, that's totally fine. Please don't be taking notes in the car. I do not condone that in any way, shape, or form. However, just know that you're probably going to need to come back to this episode. Take some notes later, okay? Three, and this one's uncomfy for me. I'm not even going to lie, but so much of us gone into this podcast episode, and I know that if you listen to it and you take notes and you actually implement what we're about to go over, it will change your business in 2023. Um, I would love if you could share this episode, whether that is with a friend, shoot them a text who also runs their own small business, share it on your stories, leave us a review. It would mean the absolute world if you can help us spread this podcast episode specifically because I know it has the potential to help so many people. So if it helps you, if it resonates with you, I would love, love, love if you could do me a little favor and share it. Um, That would mean the world to me. And I hate asking for help. So kind of uncomfy, but I would love it. It would mean the world to me. And please tag me so that I can say thank you and see you and connect with you and actually have a conversation with you. So 
we are going to be building an entire marketing plan for 2023. I'm going to be teaching you how to build a marketing plan for 2023. And we are going to be going over like so many facets of marketing today. Like we are not only talking strategy, we are talking like brand basics. We are talking about systems. Like you guys, when I tell you I'm giving you a course in a podcast episode, it's this. So just know that we're going to be walking through a few through a few things before we even dive into like the actual marketing strategy because so many things go into marketing. We're going to talk about branding, we're going to talk about how to set up your profiles, we're going to talk about repurposing content and then we're going to talk about actual strategy. Are you kidding? This is why I said bring a notebook, please. Like if I had had this podcast episode when I first started my business, I'm convinced I could have sc- scaled so much quicker. So let's start with branding. And if you've been in my little corner of the internet for a while, you know, I love branding. I love talking about intuitive branding. I love talking about building a business that is you because it really is at the foundation of everything and it bleeds into everything. So if we are going to talk about marketing today, we have to start with branding basics. So we first have to start with branding basics because we have to have this clear understanding of what our brand is and what makes us different. Otherwise, our marketing efforts aren't actually going to go anywhere. Showing up on Instagram every day, just posting something like a pretty photo, there's no heart or intention behind it. Like that's not going to do anything. And with a lot of creatives, when I'm like, hey, what's your marketing strategy? They're like, I post on Instagram every day or I post on Instagram when I can. And I'm like, okay, cool. What's like the strategy behind that? Like, what are we trying to communicate? What are we saying? And they're like, oh, I have no idea. I'm just like sharing stuff. That's great. But also not really. No shame if that's what you've been doing in the past. Don't be embarrassed. There's literally no reason for shaming yourself. We're just going to make it better, right? We're going to stop putting energy into things that aren't actually going to propel us forward. We have to have that heart intention and personal brand behind it. So let's run through some branding basics in case you're very confused on what a personal brand even is or where to start with it or how to even identify what it is that about you that sets you apart from the competition. So we're going to start there. So We are going to start with three questions that I want you to journal out, ask yourself. So if you're not driving, you're listening in a place where you can stop. After I ask you these three questions, I want you to just hit a little pause, journal this out, and then we can pick up this episode again. Okay. So number one, the first thing I want you to ask yourself, what is your favorite part of yourself, right? Like what is something about you that you just love? Like just your personality, right? Like take the business out of it. Two, what are your best strengths? And yes, this is different, right? Like they can be the same, but like when it does come to maybe like work or the way that you show up or the way that you operate in your life, like what are your strengths? What are you really, really good at? And three, this is my favorite question to ask people, even just from a personal standpoint, but it it has so much to do with our business. It's unbelievable. How would you want your friends and family to describe how you make them feel? Like, when your friends and family leave an interaction with you, how do they hope? How do you hope they feel? Like, how do you hope you make them feel? Um, if you can't think of it, right? Ask them straight up. Just text them right now and be like, "Hey, weird question. Doing some branding shit. Um, how do I make you feel when you're around me?" Right? Um, for me, like I want them to feel like I've been honest and encouraging, and I help them, and I'm always willing to be there for them. Um, but I'm also gonna give it to them straight, right? Like I push my friends. I want them to have the best life possible. I want them to be as happy as possible. Um, I'm not a very passive friend. And I know that like, I really want my friends to be as happy as possible and I'm going to help them do it if I can. And if I can't, I'm just going to let them know that I'm there for them. That that's how I hope I make them feel. So now that you've come up with these answers, hopefully if you are still listening to this and you haven't yet, seriously, take a pause. I'm begging you take Take a beat for a second. Answer those questions, even if you need to sit on them for the rest of the day. But once you have those answers, that's your why. 
that's how you like to make people feel. That's how you operate. Those are your strengths. Those, those answers are who you are as a human. And so we want to start bringing them into your business because you are going to have a business that is so individualistic and so much more fulfilling if it operates like you do, right? Like if I tried to build a really like passive, soft-spoken, all neutrals brand, Ah, uh, that would not be fun for me. There's nothing wrong with that, right? You know a ton of brands like that that are amazing. I know friends, like I have friends that like brands like that. Not for me. Literally, if you're watching this on YouTube, I have like a purple tank top on and like hot coral eyeshadow and like chains on. Like it's just not, it's not me. Um, I'm also just not a quiet, passive person. Like I'm very honest. I'm very encouraging. I'm, I, I'm going to give it to you straight, but I'm also going to be your biggest cheerleader. So like that's how my business operates. Like if you're looking for someone really, really passive, I am not the coach for you. I know that like, and I will tell you that I'll be like, please don't hire me. We're not going to, we're not going to work well together. Um, and that's okay. Right. But like I have done the work to identify what my strengths are, how I make people feel, how I like to interact with other human beings. And that's my brand. And those are the things that we need to capitalize on. Right. Those are the things that we need to show our potential clients and our ideal clients instead of focusing on mimicking someone else's strengths. Every time you look at the industry and you're like, Ooh, what is this person doing? Like, how can I do that so that like I'm successful like they are? You're being an imposter. That's when imposter syndrome actually should exist is if you're trying to be like someone else. It's not going to feel genuine to you. You're not going to be able to show up 100%. And that means you're not going to be able to give your clients 100%. So identify who you are, what your strengths are. And then those are the things that we want to start bringing into the business. Every day before you like quote unquote clock in or maybe you have a client interaction, whatever, I want you to ask yourself, how can I show up as the realest version of myself today? And how can I do that in a way that helps other people? One more time, before you even start getting started in work, ask yourself, how can I show up as the realest version of myself today? And how can I do that in a way that helps other people? Because that's that's who we are as small businesses, whether you're sharing and selling clothing or you're a wedding photographer, we're helping other people either feel confident in themselves, document something that's really, really important, make them feel beautiful, make them appreciate their life. We're helping them in some way. And we have these beautiful, beautiful gifts as individualistic human beings that if we're trying to impersonate someone else, Else, mimic someone else whatever we're actually shorting our clients of a really beautiful and maybe like life-changing experience by keeping our gifts small right so I really want you to focus on bringing those things into your business now that we've kind of identified like who we are right we have these branding basics we need to build a branding statement because not only is this going to be really integral on in all of our platforms and every way that we market it's also just great to have like something that you're like hey this is who I am this is what I do and a good branding statement should have these four things one what do you do right like that's your niche are you a wedding photographer are you a florist are you do you sell you know vintage clothing what what do you do two what is your specialty right so we like have your your niche your like you know the thing that you do but then we have your brand which is like what is your specialty do you do you specialize in like 70s themed clothing um do you are you an editorial wedding photographer are you a documentary photographer are you a family photographer are you whatever right you want to get as specific as possible the more specific and like detailed and niche down you can get that specialty the better. We want to know exactly what it is about you that sets you apart from the competition because there probably are hundreds of other photographers, boutique owners, florists, wedding planners, whatever it is. So really, really hone in on like, what is your specialty? 
And I think a really good question to ask yourself if you're unsure of what your specialty is or what you would like it to be is one, think of those answers you just came up with. But then I want you to ask yourself, like, if I was guaranteed money, like money was no question, I knew it was going to come in no matter what what would my business look like, right? Like, what would I be doing? What would I specialize in? That should be your specialty. Three, kind of boring, but where are you based, right? Like if you're a service-based industry or like you have a brick and mortar storefront, we want to make sure that we know where you are. This isn't as applicable for people that like do online things, but like a lot of you are going to need to say where you're based. And four, who do you serve? And I love this one because a lot of people like look past putting this in their branding statement because they feel like they're having to say like, my ideal client is blah, 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 blah. And that's not the case. But within your branding statement, you should have something that like shows who it is you serve and the types of people that should be wanting to work with you by saying something about your specialty. So like, for example, I want to walk you guys through my homepage copyright, like the first couple paragraphs or like first couple little the first the first series of copyright that you see. So first you see Eden Strader, creative coaching and consulting for the new age entrepreneur. So, okay, I do coaching and consulting for like a more modern creative. Around here, we help creatives build intuitive and soul-based brands, market using data-driven strategies, create goal-driven and precise launch plans, build clear systematic workflows for themselves and their clients, propel their businesses forward with actionable steps alongside transformational alignment, become an innovative CEO. Okay. All of that very specifically says like if you are not someone who's interested in mixing soul and intuition with data, bye-bye. Like we're probably not going to work together and again that's totally fine, but like we're just we're just not made for each other and that's okay, right? It's like dating. Like not everyone's your soulmate and that's literally no big deal that doesn't mean anything is wrong with either of us. The next little paragraph says, "Welcome to where soul meets strategy. Intuitive marketing, soulful strategy and magical moves to fall in love with your business." Because that's another really big thing, right? I want you to be fulfilled by your business. I want you to love your business. I love working, you guys. <laughs> like not even in a like, "Oh, I love working hard and seeing the results." Like I literally just have fun. Like if I didn't even get paid for my job, I would still be doing it because I'm obsessed with it and it's so fun. And it wasn't always like that. I had to get specific about who I am, what fulfills me, and then I worked on it from there. Then my next set of copyright says, because you have the power to manifest wealth in every way, your bank account is just the beginning and I'm here to teach you how. And I love this set of copyright from my copywriters specifically because as you guys know, I'm not interested in making an amazing business your like final destination. It is a stepping stool. It is a tool for a dream life. I firmly believe that your business should be fun. It should be fulfilling. It should be fucking successful. However, it should not be at the cost of your personal life and your human experience. You should be taking time off. You should have fun you should see your friends and family you should be wealthy in every facet of your life not just financially in your bank account so that's an incredibly important part of my copyright so hopefully that can give you guys an example of like saying like what I do what my specialty is who I serve right like that makes it very clear that like these are the type of creatives I want to work with take a pause again if you you haven't already now you're going to write out those things let's get a little branding statement built for you If you are interested in learning more about branding, we do have a branding BFF freebie, which dives into branding even more for you guys. We obviously also have 10 million podcast episodes about branding. We will link the freebie for you in the show notes, though, because now we are going to move on to marketing. 
Now that we've got like your branding laid out, your why laid out, your foundation kind of set, we can actually approach our marketing in an intentional way that communicates our brand principles and separates us from the competition. Because again, there's a million other people doing the same thing that you do like on paper, right? There's a million other coaches like me, like a hundred percent. You could search business coach and I probably wouldn't even rank on Google for like several pages because it's a very competitive niche. However, You guys know me, you know what I'm like, you know what my strengths are, you know how I operate, which is why you choose to listen to me. It's why you're listening to this podcast in the first place. And you know that through my marketing efforts and the things that go out, right? Like this podcast is a marketing effort. We don't like get paid for it. We don't run ads, but like this is how I brand build with you guys. This is how I'm able to connect with you outside of us exchanging any money so that you can decide if I'm a person that you want to learn from in the future. And if not, that's cool too. I hope you find value in the podcast regardless, but We have to know what our foundation is. We have to know who we are in order to have our marketing make sense and set us apart from the competition. Because if there's nothing setting us apart from the competition other than our pricing, you're just going to have to be the lowest price person in your industry. And that sucks. That's how you get stuck in the overwork underpaid area, right? So we want to take into account two different things when we are planning our marketing. Number one is our personalities, which I know we've talked about a little bit so far, but we're going to talk about just a little bit more. And the second thing is short-term versus long-term marketing tools. And that's where we're going to talk a little bit more about strategy, but let's start with personalities. So I know you guys have all opened like Instagram before, Facebook before, whatever. And you see all these ads or like posts that are like, here's this one marketing, this one marketing tool that brought me $10,000. This one marketing that brought me 10,000 followers. There was one marketing trick tip, whatever. There's so many posts, like 10,000 posts, ads, whatever, saying that this one specific marketing tool or strategy is going to change your business forever. It's not. Hate to be the bearer of bad news. However, there's not one marketing tool that works better than the others because they all work. All of them work. Isn't that cool? Which means that you don't have to do ones that you hate or don't want to do. You can choose the marketing tool that actually sounds fun and fulfilling for you. And then we can make that work because again, literally any of them work. So we just want to pick the one that's fun, that brings us joy, and then put the proper energy and strategy into that one. Please don't force yourself to market in a certain way just because you feel like you have to or everyone else in the industry is doing it, right? Like if you don't want to make TikToks, don't. If you don't want to make reels, don't. If you don't want to do Facebook ads, don't, right? Like you don't have to do any of them. They literally all work. And so if you're having an idea, like one, I'm going to prompt you to think like, what what social media tools do I even like using personally? Like, how do I use them in my free time? Because whichever ones you naturally use, you're probably going to like creating content for those anyway, right? But like, think to yourself this, like, are you more introverted? Great. SEO will probably be awesome if you love writing. If you love scrolling, making mood boards, all things aesthetic, great. Probably Pinterest. If you're super extroverted, Instagram could be great. If you love recording yourself and being the star of the show, awesome. TikTok would be amazing. Again, if you love writing, email lists are incredible. If you have a ton of money sitting around, great. Do Facebook ads, right? You need to just release this idea that one marketing tool is going to save your life. It's just absolutely not. So you need to decide which one is going to feel best for you. And then we'll go from there. And if you're having a hard time being like, I literally have no idea which marketing tool I would enjoy. um, We will also link for you below our intuitive marketing quiz. Again, it's a freebie. Um, But basically it just hacks your brain into answering a bunch of questions so that you don't think about the business too much. Don't think about the social media tools. We just ask you a ton of questions about yourself and then you can It'll, it'll answer it for you on like what would be best based on your personality. Energy and passion are going to go so much further when it comes to your marketing than like 
anyone teaching anyone can give you. So start there. Do the self-reflection to decide like where you like to consume media because that's going to feel natural to you and then you're going to have fun. Now let's let's start talking strategy a little. Let's start talking data systems, all of that yummy stuff, right? So I always recommend for someone just starting out, right? And like, let me give this little caveat, this little disclaimer first. If you do are familiar with my channels and my platforms and my whatever, you guys know that we do basically every single marketing tactic other than Facebook ads. I don't pay for any of my marketing. I think it's it's just not for me. Um, but we do like everything. We have like YouTube, we have our email list, Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, all of it. I am only capable of doing that many platforms because I have a team of two other people helping me do it, okay? That is how that is possible. If it was just me and my business, I would not be doing that many platforms. I would just be sticking to two, which we're going to talk about in a second. So please don't put the pressure on yourself to do like every marketing tactic under the sun. You're going to burn out and you don't need to do that. Like back in the day, I did a marketing plan really similar to the one that I'm about to propose to you guys. So let, let me just start by saying that my business has thankfully expanded to the point where we can do more, but you don't need to in this beginning stage of your business or wherever you're at right now, or if you're feeling overwhelmed. I recommend having about two primary tools, two to three if you feel like you have the time for that. Um, but one of them should be short term and one of them should be long term. And the one thing I see creatives making the mistake on is that they kind of focus on one or the other. And so I want to break down what those things even mean, right? So creatives do typically tend to get caught up in short term tools more than they do long term tools because they can convert seemingly easy. But short term tools, they take a lot of time to produce content. So think about like Instagram and TikTok, right? It's lots of work, but it's also a quick reward. Like you can convert really easily and somewhat quickly using Instagram or TikTok. That's why, you know, we love them is because we can like produce this content or we can post on it and be like, hey, I'm booking this. This product just launched and people are going to buy it. Great. However, the amount of time that we put into that tick, like into that content, it doesn't serve us a very long time. Like if I have a Instagram reel that does really, really well, it's probably tops going to like serve or like get traffic for like maybe tops a week. Same with a TikTok video. TikTok, I will say they occasionally will push videos like a couple weeks later, which is really, really cool. But at the end of the day, every piece of content that we produce for those platforms has about a week shelf life. And so we want to have short-term tools like this because they can convert quickly and we can see results quicker, but we don't want that to be our only marketing tool. Otherwise it's going to feel like you're a content creator. And unless you are a content creator, that's going to feel exhausting. Then we have long-term marketing tools. So these can take either a short amount of time to produce or a longer amount of time. However, they're going to serve you for a really, really long time. So we want to have longer-term marketing tools so that we're not constantly having to upkeep them in order to see results and conversion. We want to have tools that are serving us for years rather than days. So we have like Pinterest and SEO. Those are kind of like the big two long-term marketing tools that I personally am obsessed with. Pinterest doesn't take long to produce, right? Like you guys know, and we have Pinterest freebies. We have the Pinterest masterclass, but like you can do Pinterest for an hour a month, which is amazing. Like Instagram takes way more than that. However, I have pins that are like five years old that still drive not only traffic, but inquiries to my website. Like if you guys go to my website, you won't see a single wedding photography thing anywhere on there. And I still get wedding inquiries because they're finding me through SEO or Pinterest. Um, and then we have SEO, right? And SEO, it serves us like basically indefinitely, but it does take a little bit longer to produce, right? Because you're having to write a blog post, you're having to do research, you're having to use the keywords. We also have an email list, which that can kind of be considered a short-term and a long-term tool because it takes a long time to build up. However, you send out emails, which those are kind of a short-term tool because they're a quick converter. So 
that one kind of falls in the middle. I highly suggest at least building an email list and having it live there where people can sign up on it, even if you're not utilizing it, just so that if you ever decide to one day, at least it's had like years just, you know, with people occasionally inputting their email. We also write like as we're building out our marketing, we want to take into consideration the longevity of the applications we're using, right? Like SEO and email marketing, those those are basically indefinite. Like we we own our website. Um, we own those emails, quote unquote, until they unsubscribe. Obviously, please do things legally. Um, but like Pinterest, Instagram and TikTok, those can be taken from us at literally any point. Hence algorithms, right? Like we have seen the social media landscape change so rapidly over the last 10 years. But even in just like the last three years, we didn't even have TikTok like a couple years ago, you guys. And now it is like the biggest online platform at in the world, which is crazy. And so you need to understand that like, yes, those are amazing tools right now. We might not have them forever. So please don't rely on them as the only thing that's pushing your business forward. So now that you've thought about this, you've taken into consideration your personality, what type of content you like to create, which platforms you want to use, which short-term versus long-terms you want to use, you should hopefully have an idea as to like what tools you want to start moving forward with in your business. I highly suggest Instagram being one of them. And I want you to hear me out on why. Instagram is one, an amazing tool for core content. And we're going to go into this. I'm going to teach you how I use core content. But at the end of the day, regardless of what platforms you choose, really the like type of content that needs to be produced is still content, right? Like images, written content, like captions and text and video content. Instagram requires all three of those. We have to have photos, we have to have videos, we have to have captions. And so it's an amazing core content piece because then we can repurpose all the content that we produce for that application into other tools, right? So like you can put the videos on TikTok and YouTube, you can put the photos on your blog and Pinterest, you can put the captions in your email list and on your blog. So like ideally you can sit down, plan out your Instagram for the month and then repurpose all of it into other parts of your business for marketing. So I do suggest Instagram being one of your main tools because one it's amazing for core content and two it's an incredible brand builder I like to think of Instagram as a free portfolio it's my opportunity to build relationships with people I don't think about the algorithm much anymore because it's shitty and it changes all the time and so to me it's like how can I show up in a way that I can make connections with people and then I'll just repurpose that content on other platforms if I want to do you know focus on virality or scaling my audience so because we're building out a marketing plan for 2023, I'm going to treat Instagram as one of the tools that you're moving forward with. I don't know a lot of creatives that don't use Instagram. And so we are going to talk about Instagram today as one of the tools that we're moving forward with. So here are some, some basics for how we want to move forward with Instagram. We want to post ideally every day or three to five times a week with a priority of video content. Again, this app changes so rapidly, so don't get too hung up on this. Use it intuitively. I like thinking of this application, like I said, as a brand builder rather than an expander, even though it can be used for that. However, we want to make sure that we are connecting to every type of viewer from cold to hot. And I like always saying this as like cold to sold. So if you're not familiar with this term, it's basically the idea that we want to have content that serves everyone that could come across our platform from discovery to booking, right? Because there's going to be people who have never heard of you. They know a little bit about you and people who are ready to be sold to. So let's walk through these step by step. And the, the this cold to sold like pipeline, whether you're using it, you can use it on Instagram or any of your platforms, but cold audiences need to learn who you are and what you do. 
So one, is that clear in your bio? Do you post the best representations of your work? Are you introducing yourself often in your posts or your stories? Are there clear ways to get to know you in your business, right? So I need you to think of that cold audience and be like, okay, am I showing up in those ways that I just listed? Like if you go to my profile right now or you go to my website, whatever, is there is there every little step there for a cold audience member to now move to warm? Warm audiences, they need to learn more about you and your services, right? Like they know a little bit about you now and now they need to build that trust. This is where UGC is going to be huge and that's user-generated content. So that is letting people who have either purchased from you or hired you kind of do the selling for you and this is one of the best ways to convert people. So now that they know who you are, they know what you do, they wanna know what it's like to work with you. What do your clients say about their experiences with you, right? Share reviews, share content they've created, share when they repost your stuff to your stories, share when they tag you in your stories, right? Like that's all user generated content that shows a warm viewer like, oh, here are people that love working with this business. Then once they have that trust built with you, they move to a hot audience member. And this is where they need to be sold to. So, so often we're going to go on a little selling soapbox really quickly. Whenever I bring up selling to creatives, they immediately get uncomfortable, right? Maybe you're like, oh shit, I don't want to feel like a used car salesman. I don't want to feel icky, pushy, desperate, whatever. If you are feeling icky or gross trying to sell your product, I need you to take a step back because that means you're not that confident in your product or service. That means that you are not 100% convinced that it can change people's lives and that they need to have it in their life. And if that's not the case, bestie, we have bigger problems. Like we have bigger fish to fry if you're not obsessed with your products and services because you should, I'm not saying you need to like get on your stories or send out an email that's like, Hey, you guys, you should hire me. Like, Oh my God, please hire me. Please, 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 please. Like this is going to change your life. Oh my God. Oh my God. You don't need to be desperate. You don't need to be salesy. Your version of selling should just be showing up and talking about how amazing your product or services and how passionate you are about it, how excited you are about it, how much you personally are obsessed with your own work. That's the selling, right? Like when I talk about the Becoming program or I talk about like the Pinterest course or even the indoor and artificial lighting class, like I'm just excited for you to get in on those things. Like I legitimately am just like, oh my God, these courses or programs are just like so fucking cool that I want them in your hands. Like I know they can change your life and I don't have to beg you to buy it. I just want to tell you how excited I am about it. Like when we do consultation calls for the Becoming program, the first thing I tell people when we get on the phone is I'm like, hey, just so you know, this is not a sales call to me. Like I am not going to try to push you into working with me. That's really icky to me. To me, this is me telling you about a program that I am obsessed with. And if you also feel obsessed with it, great, let's work together. And if not, that's literally fine. There's no pressure. There's no guilt. There's nothing. I'm just obsessed with this program, the results that you can see in it, how it goes, if you're willing to put in the work and if we're a good match. So let me just tell you about it. Right. And that's what selling is for me. It's just literally just telling you how obsessed I am with my own products. So hot audiences, taking a step off the soapbox, they need to be sold to, and they need to be sold to in a way where like, you're just telling them how obsessed you are with your work. Like, don't be scared to sell. Don't be scared to tell them how to book you. Don't be scared to talk about a new product that launched, right? Like my girlfriend um, just started like a new branch of her photography. And I was telling her, I was like, you should post on your stories, like now booking for 2023. Here's the link to the contact page. That's it. And she was like, oh no, I don't want to do that. 
like people know I'm booking. Um, I don't want to come across desperate or salesy. Like people know I'm booking. That's why I started this whole new business. And I was like, you should trust me and you should just post on your stories saying like, hey, books are now open for 2023. Link the contact page. That's it. She did it. I was like, just trust me. Just try it once. She did it. And then she got a bunch of DMs being like, oh my God, I had no idea your books were open. And I was like, yes, you guys, people are ingesting. I was reading an article the other day. It's something like there's, we're ingesting like thousands. I think it was like four terabytes worth of data and like content every day. Like because our business is our baby, we are convinced everyone is as aware of it as we are. And that's just simply not the case. I'm so sorry to like hit your ego for a second, but like no one's thinking about your business as much as you are. And so you should remind them that you're booking or how to book you. And like, I promise you, it's not going to feel icky. And they're probably going to, unless they're going to book it right then or like buy it, they're probably going to forget that you even posted that you sold it because they're going to keep scrolling for half an hour and intake like 700 pieces of content. So don't let your pride of feeling salesy keep you from being rich. It's that simple. So make sure that you are posting how to book you, if books are open, what products can be purchased and how. Okay, now that we've walked you through a cold to sold little pipeline, I've gotten on like 10,000 soapboxes. Let's walk through an Instagram, Pinterest, and SEO-based marketing plan. I consider these the holy trinity. This is like what my marketing plan looked like before I had a team who could help me with it so that you know exactly what needs to be done and when. So we are going to work off of, again, Instagram, Pinterest, and SEO. Instagram is gonna be the core content for this. So we are going to now build you this step-by-step marketing plan and you're going to need a notepad again please so starting in three days or maybe you want to just prep it for 2023 whenever you're listening to this we are going to follow a specific content production schedule in order to make sure we're speaking to every type of audience member that's coming across our page right so like think again cold to sold so I have given you a bunch of prompts to make sure that everyone is being talked to, everyone from discovery to sold. So one, tips and tricks. You do not need to be an educator in order to provide tips and tricks that have to do with your business and each. Think of how you can use your products, services, whatever, and give them general help that has to do with those things. Maybe it's like how to pick your engagement photo outfits, like three color palettes you didn't consider, how to style this one piece, right? Like tips and tricks. It's not that difficult. Two, introduction a personal post. Let us get to know you. I, if I am purchasing something from a small business, you guys, and I don't know who they are, like I have no personal connection to the people behind the business. I will scroll elsewhere. Like there are so many amazing small businesses. I want to have a personal connection with you in order to support you. So personal post three review from a favorite client. Please share reviews. I cannot stress that enough. Four, inspiration. Share with us a mood board, a book, a poem, something that's been inspiring you lately that, you know, has to do with your brand values and your why that maybe we discovered earlier. Brand story. What is something about you, your journey that has to do with those brand values that people can connect with you on, right? Like think campfire stories. Every human being just loves getting to know other human beings through stories. So make sure you're sharing that. Six, storytelling of a client or session. Like, let us get to know what an experience was like for one of your clients. Um, You can paint a picture of what that was like, what they were like, what their review was like, right? But like, just paint us a picture as to what an experience was like of one of your favorite clients. Seven, selling. Our book's open, right? Like, how can we purchase a product? What's a favorite product lately? What's a popular product lately? Sell to us, please. I'm begging you. UGC, right? That user-generated content. What has a client shared, posted, reviewed? How can you incorporate that into your media? Show us BTS of your work. 
BTS of your life, about you, about your why, right? That is like what, over 10 media topics that you can now content ideas. You can just rotate those over and over and over again. Um, You don't have to be just posting a pretty picture every day. Make sure that you're working your way through these 10 plus different topics because that's gonna serve everyone in the client pipeline from discovery to sold. We wanna create, you know, video content, photo content, written content around these things. And now we can rotate those from our Instagram and blog them and put them on Pinterest. So we're gonna take all that copyright, right? We're gonna put it into some blog posts. Maybe we wanna blog once a month, once a week, whatever. Um, Your blog post should have three things. First, a main keyword that is searchable for your ideal client. And whether that's the wedding venue, top five ways to style blank, how to learn how to shoot your camera in manual, et cetera. Second, you're going to use that keyword naturally four to five times through the blog post. You want each like blog post to be like 350 to 500 words. So make sure that you're using those Instagram captions. Just copy and paste those bitches. You already have written content built. Hell yes. We'd love to hear it. Third, you want to (laughs) make... third (laughs) you want to make sure there's a wide variety of landscape and portrait orientation images because google is going to prioritize landscape and pinterest is going to prioritize portrait after that right now we have our instagram done now we have our blog post done we want to schedule our pins using an app called tailwind and we're going to link that for you below you'll get your first month free um it's a really affordable application but basically what tailwind is is that it it's an application where you batch your pins and your keywords and then it posts it for you based on the best times for like the pinterest algorithm which is great you can sit down you can batch everything out once a month and it'll take like maybe an hour on pinterest you're going to want to make sure that you are set up as a business account enable rich pins link and claim your website and then add that branding statement that we built earlier into your bio so that people know what they're kind of signing up for when they follow you whenever you're pinning things just make sure that like you're using a bunch of keywords that actually fit that your ideal client would be searching for you're going to want to use around 20 to like 20 keywords and then click schedule tailwind will take care of the rest for you right if you guys want to learn a little bit more about pinterest by the way we also of course have a freebie for that which we will link for you below pinterest is an amazing tool it's literally one of my favorite things ever and if you're ready to just dive in completely we will also link our building a profitable pinterest course for you below it's like one of our best sellers i love pinterest it is an incredible long-term tool so don't sleep on it okay so now we've done it we have built an entire marketing plan for 2023. You have this piece of core content, whether that's Instagram or maybe you're going to do something else. I always suggest Instagram because it's the easiest to just push into all the other platforms. Find the content that you bring, like actually brings you joy, you guys. Like we spend 80% of our lives at work. We should at least have fun doing it. Step into that alignment. Repurpose the content that you had fun making. Don't feel like you have to show up in a way that you don't like like to like you can be extremely introverted and never show your face and that's okay you can be extremely extroverted and show your face all the time and that's great right maybe you don't do seo if you just like love talking all the time do something else like do pinterest put your tiktoks on pinterest pinterest also takes video it's amazing but i want you guys to really again work your way through this entire episode i like lay that brand foundation so that you can enter 2023 so aligned so ready to be fulfilled and so ready to connect to your ideal clients start building out an intentional marketing plan using the tactics the tips the tricks the strategy that we built out for you today i'm I'm out of breath, you guys. That was literally like a mini coaching session just in one podcast episode. And so I'm so excited for you to build out and implement all of this stuff for your 2023 year. 
as I said before, you guys, a lot of hard work and soul and energy went into this podcast episode. So if you liked it, if you resonated with it, if you are excited to implement it in 2023, I would absolutely love if you shared it on your stories with your friends, whatever platforms you enjoy using. I would love, love, love if you shared it. Um, and if you are ready to completely change your business in 2023, let's say that you are just like feeling fiery and you just know this is going to be the year that changes everything and you're kind of done settling for mediocrity you're like this is the year I settle for nothing less than my dreams we are about to close doors on our incoming incoming in person becoming retreat which is taking place here in New York City in January there's only 10 total spots available it's going to be really intimate really beautiful we are working through like everything in your business and life from like goals to mindset to routines to strategy we are going to make sure that you leave with a literal like step-by-step actionable to-do list to make 2023 the year that changes everything for your business and for you so if that sounds like something you resonate with we will link the applications for you down below as well I love you guys I mean it I am so excited for the rest of this month planning out 2023 so that we can make this just the most incredible year ever if you're not done learning go dive into those freebies below we have 10 million podcast episodes too. go dive into those um I can't wait to see everything you're building please tag me if you share your notes on your stories as well I would love 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 to see I love you guys I mean it and I will see you next week 